Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Let's Tech About It, the podcast by geeks for geeks. And well, when we all just geek it out, and even if you're having a fight, even if you're bothered by someone at home, all you can do is tech about it. That's what me, your host Ayush does, and my co-host Aman Shet, all the way from LA, does exactly that. In fact, Aman, we've been doing this since we were, what, five years old? Yeah, pretty much, right? That's that's when we started this long, driven, geeky, fighting conversations, and um, it's just been fun. And sometime around then, I mean, when we started entering into our teens, or maybe before that, we also owned our first console, which was the yeah. PlayStation 1 for you, and a little while after that, a Nintendo 64 for me. Now, all of you guys tuned in have seen us talking about Apple and Android and, and you know, interesting apps in the ecosystem. But the truth is, we are gamers. No, Aman and I aren't pro gamers. Maybe we're noob gamers, but we're very competitive when it's between the two of us. And we really enjoy it every now and then. We could be pro FIFA gamers. I think that's where most of the competition or the competitive competitiveness is, right? Like, I think that's the one game we've always gone back to since we were, like you said, our early teens, right? We play all the other games, but then it always went back to FIFA for some reason or the other. And Pro Evolution, actually, even before that. But <laughs> the, the Konami, the Konami <laughs> games. But the, the, that's a raging debate in the tiny, small microcosm of the football universe. But that's what we're coming to. This conversation is going to be about the next-gen consoles in 2021, when we live in this increasingly connected world, but largely in your bedroom world. How important is a console and the new next-gen consoles, which will actually set you up, well, for some people, they say four or five years, but for a lot of people, nearly the next decade. I would imagine, you know, the last PS4, uh, which, which was the console that Aman and I used for a while, that was launched in November 2013. We are recording this podcast in March 2021, and it's just been a couple of months since the PlayStation 5 by Sony and the Xbox Series X, because these are the flagship products, have been out there. And you know what, even though we say it's eight years or how, how many ever years, right? 13 to 21, that's eight years. I don't think there's been an, enough number of people that have been able to get their hands on it. So you're pretty much looking at a one year delay before you can get it. I've been trying. I haven't been able to get my hands on the PlayStation 5 because of all these, you know, availability issues. So you, you're right, you're perfectly spot on when you say it's pretty much a decade. You're investing in your gaming experience for the next decade, right? So it's a big decision for a lot of people. And, um, you know, it's it, it for, I would say for... For the long-term gamers, they sort of know where their loyalties lie, but a lot of people are getting into this new, right? So what we want to do is sort of talk about if, if someone wants to get into this console, uh, get into a console gaming system, or for instance, even consider a PC gaming experience, what we want to do is sort of lay out you know, the pros and cons for all of these different options that you have there. And maybe give you a little bit of more inside information as to what goes in when you make that decision or somehow help you, help you find uh, your feet, help you find the route that you want to take and choose that perfect gaming device and experience for you, which it's a big decision, right? 10 years. So, And before, before uh, we do that, something that's very important, Aman, is of course, there's going to be a conversation about the Xbox, 
the new PlayStation. Amon's also going to build a little hypothetical gaming PC if you've got the money. And then we'll talk a little bit about the future of gaming. And we want you guys to come in in the comment section or write to us on Instagram and we'll share it uh, in our next conversations as well. Because I think the last one was pivotal, that comment that came in about the iPad as your personal computer. And we that was, that was a very valuable insight. I wish we could have had that user, viewer, consumer on our podcast. But I want you guys to subscribe to the podcast, spread the word, especially on Instagram, because that's where all the young folks are. And, uh, well, obviously tag Amanshed007 and the Ayusha Lavadi, and then we'll have a conversation, get it going. Drop a comment on the YouTube video, subscribe, like, comment, share. And if you listen to this on Apple Podcasts, anywhere, just tell us where you listen to it. We want to actually know where you're tuned in to your favorite geeky tech podcast. Moving on, Aman, like you were saying, well, the Xbox Series X, and then that's the Microsoft offering, and then you have the PlayStation 5 by Sony. Now, both of them come in two variants. The Xbox comes in the Series X and the Series S, and then you have the PlayStation mm -hmm. 5, which is the disc version and then the digital version. They cost around the same for you guys, $500, for us around 50,000 rupees. That's how it starts. But yeah. it's not as simple plain Jane with the Series X and the Series S. Yes, the Series S is the digital only version, but then it, it lacks some of the bells and whistles. So for today's conversation, if you're putting in that much money, let's just talk about the PS5, the expensive version, and then let's talk about the Series X Xbox. Xbox. Now, Aman, Let's not get into exact specs, but if you were to really describe the two of them, of course, you know, this is the next level of gaming. 4K HDR, going up to even 120 FPS. This is a big deal for a console, right? HDMI 2.1 ports being used. Uh, some interesting things. SSD, you know, you're talking about things where you can do things and change the functionality and the user experience of gaming altogether. Are you... Absolutely. Are you really inclined towards one? Now, let's forget our Sony PlayStation, well, loyalties, because we've used the first three or four consoles all our lives. And we've been PlayStation guys for quite some time. Are you inclined? Because I really think if someone has that much money, because now it comes down to availability, because no one can get it like you right. said. You couldn't get it in LA. I can't get it in Bombay. And I couldn't even get it on my trip to Dubai. The reason, guys, that you're not getting it, I believe, is that AMD, the guys who make the custom chipset for either device for both of them custom chipsets well they're obviously hit uh, their supply chains are hit by the COVID-19 pandemic and I think they are struggling to cope with that demand now Aman are you inclined towards one of them uh, barring your loyalties do you think technically any of them are particularly superior you know um, I had a brief read through the specifications and if you if a layman was to just look at that right there is pretty much no there's no actual disparity. They, they're they almost match for match. They're pretty much the same thing. So on paper, they should have um, the same performance, the same experience. Um, and then there's things like you want to talk about design because people might think that the PlayStation 5 might be a Zahadid building in Dubai um, or, you know, somewhere in the world. Whereas the Xbox Series X is this very sleek looking black box right that's what it is um so there's a lot of conversation about that they're both have enough memes for both of them um but you know what i think is actually the vital um topic here and a lot of people don't think that it, it, it's as important i think it's the controller fair point um and 
I still have not yet been able to own a, any of these devices to be able to have a long-term sort of, you know, experience on either of them. But from the little bit that I've had the chance to, you know, play both the devices, um, that PlayStation 5 controller really excites me. Uh, it definitely, it's definitely what they call next gen, right? It has, um, the, the haptics involved in them are absolutely amazing. Like you can, the sensitivity in how you press the buttons and the keys on it um, affects your gameplay and the way you shoot, for instance, or I believe in Spider-Man, it's how how long um, he shoots the spider web to swing or something like that, whatever it is, right? Uh, and based on how hard or how quickly you push uh, R2, I believe it was, yeah. So that's pretty cool. Um, you know, and, and, and pre previously it used to be for the time of, you know, how long you had the button pressed. That's what the PlayStation 4 had uh, to, to um, sort of depend, you know, depending on how long you push the button, that's how far um, th th that spider web went or that's how hard you kicked the ball on FIFA, right? And now it's changed. Now it's how hard you press it, which is pretty cool. And you see the iPhones and your Samsungs, in, in you know, including that in your um, in, in phones, right? Apple took off, uh, basically they don't have any buttons in their MacBooks, for instance, right? It's just the haptics in underneath the keypad, for instance. So that technology is really pushing ahead. So I believe that that is something that is pretty, pretty awesome in the PlayStation 5. You, you know, you, know I'm a, I'm a, you mentioned the controller and, and you always do. And, and I actually had the good fortune of holding the new PlayStation 5 controller in a Dubai mall when I saw it up on display. And I barely got to use it. You can't really judge much. They're fantastic TVs and there's 20 people lined up during a pandemic to just have a look at it. Yeah. Um, yes, really interesting controller. But I'll tell you what happened from a strategy standpoint and from a contextual brand placement standpoint. What, what Xbox has done is if you compare their previous Xbox version controller to the current controller, They'll, they'll be very similar. There's not much of a difference. Yes. Of course, they run on batteries. A lot of people get really angry with that because they have to keep changing batteries. It's yeah. not like your PlayStation exactly. 5 uh, controllers. But now the PlayStation 5 controller had a lot of catching up to do. All of a sudden, they came... I mean, when you talk about the PS4 controller, the PS5 right. controller, when they launch now, looks like it's next generation. And that's something really interesting and really cool. Um, you're right. The Xbox controller has a long way to go, but there are a lot of Microsoft Xbox loyalists out there who enjoy that sort of approach. Also, there are a lot of customizations that can be done on that controller from the, you know, from those, uh, the pads that you can put to convex and, and different right. shapes. Then the R2, uh, you know, the, the back buttons at the, the back, back if you buttons. want to launch grenades or crouching or well, stuff like that is very interesting, right? So they haven't innovated enough. But Sony had a lot of catching, catching up to do, and they've certainly done it. In fact, I think, like you said, I think you're spot on. They are the superior controller out there because that is your main interaction point. For me, something, if I'm emotional, there are two more points that are very valuable in terms of the PS5 versus the Xbox Series X. One is backwards compatibility, yes. right? Now, with the Xbox Series X has the best, it's always had brilliant backwards compatibility. You can go to any Xbox, even, you know, right to their Xbox One games and they'll all work yeah. and they'll work now in 4K HDR with a, with a higher frame rate. Um, 
when you talk about the PS5, largely it's the PS4 compatibility uh, only backwards. Also, the controller, like you were saying, I think with the uh, PS5 controller, it can't be used on any other PlayStation, whereas an Xbox controller and the interesting accessibility, different controller version that they have, they can be used on practically any Xbox because they're so similar. Even accessories are so similar, right? That matters to me. I know, again, you're going to come to, but the main thing I think that you forgot about or you want to discuss now uh, before we move on to the other the other elephant in the room, performance-wise, we discuss it's almost the same. You can't go yeah. wrong. It's original games, right? I think that changes the entire experience. You look at PlayStation 5, you mentioned this Spider-Man, uh, Miles Morales game. Mm-hmm. You're talking about all these uh, Astros Playroom and all which, which uh, showcase how yep. that yep. particular controller works. But then you also have Microsoft trying to catch up, Aman. You know, be it the Forza Absolutely. games, be it the Game Pass, because the Game Pass really changes the whole ball game. A PlayStation 4 play, game used to cost us like over 4, 4K, man, over here. So it's like now it's somewhere like $70 for a game. The it's Xbox dollars, yeah. gives you the original games, top level 4K HDR, some with Dolby Vision, Dolby Atmos, uh, the next generation in what, 699 rupees a month for me out here in India. You get some of the top games. So that, I don't know if Sony's been able to crack to the same extent as Microsoft. Yeah, you're, you're right. You know, because we're talking about gaming consoles and we can talk about the specs all day long, but at the end of the day, you're, you're right there. It's going to come down to the actual games. What are the games that you can get and are those the ones you want to play? So that's an interesting point. I mean, this, you know, the world is moving into a subscription-based um, universe, I guess, right? Like and that's where the monies is... are coming in for these companies, right? Yes, Even Apple absolutely. is shifting its business that yeah. way. So maybe you're, yeah, 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 you're right. Sony probably does need to do some uh, catching up there uh, for sure. But, you know, actually, and I, I, I don't know if there is an equivalent of this on the Xbox just because I haven't, you know, I don't own an Xbox, so I haven't, um, you know, there's only so much you can do when you play it occasionally. So I recently got, maybe not recently, last year. So with your PlayStation Now account, they give you every month a certain number of free games, right? And it's probably an older game, but I was, Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to get the Batman Arkham Knight game. And I, I looked at it in the store. I was like, well... I was just going to buy a disc because my PlayStation takes discs. So I how went much, to the store. How much would that have cost at the store? I think it was about 14 or $20. It was, it's right. an older game, right? So it was available for a Sorry, Aman, is this, is, this, is this the previous one to Arkham Asylum or it's the sequel? No, it's the, it's the, it's the latest one. It, it was the, the last one. Batman game last that you one. can get. And it's fantastic. Like the graphics and everything were really amazing. And... Um, little inside story there. Batman was my childhood favorite superhero and still is, right? Like he's mine too. My ultimate too. tech. Yeah, exactly. All our, all of us tech geeks. He, he, you know, Iron Man is nothing. It was Batman. Batman was the original tech superhero. But anyways, Absolutely. moving on. So, I, I, I went to the store. I looked at it, and for some reason, I didn't pick it up that day. Thankfully, and I went home, and I just thought, you know what? Let me check a digital version and. Believe it or not, I got it for free that month. It was available mm-hmm. to me for absolute no cost. So I yeah. downloaded it. And I am I would assume Xbox has something like that if you are a member of whatever their, their, their sort of online Game software Pass. is called. The Game Pass. Game, Game Pass. Pass, yeah. Sorry. So, um, yeah, Sony needs to catch up on that. But at the end of the day, I, I, they, they still have their perks. 
and um, it, it comes down to the games. You're right there, and and you know you have your Spider-Man Miles Morales, which was sort of it's made for the PlayStation Five. Like they they've gone all out with all of their bells and whistles, and the gameplay is fantastic. The graphics are fantastic, and then you have the Halo. Um, Halo Infi- in Infinite for the Xbox Series X, and that's a whole level. You know, that's as good. I would say, like, its gameplay is fantastic. The graphics are fantastic. It looks unbelievable. So, when it comes down to the games, it's sort of which direction you want to go. And I have a little bit of a, um, what I would do, which I'll leave to the end because before we get there. There is, like you said, the biggest elephant in the room there ever can be as to what if you didn't want to go either of these routes, right? What do you do then? It's interesting. It's interesting, interesting that we use terms like elephant in the room when you actually look at the PlayStation 5. And, <laughs> and there's a funny joke to the PlayStation 5 before we move on to you building that really cool... I'm going to let it out. The gaming PC that Aman always wanted and almost got at some point, but you have to keep upgrading. That's yeah. the whole point. Uh, the biggest difference. And then we'll also touch upon some of these differences, Aman, in that part of the conversation. But I'll tell you a funny yeah. joke. There's a guy, I think, in Vietnam who wanted to pick up the new PS5. Somehow he got his hands on it. And uh, when the Sony guys came to install it, he didn't want to tell his wife because he feared some sort of backlash. So he told her it's a 5G router. <laughs> and yes, you know, for, to give him due credit, that's pretty innovative. It does look like a 5G router. And he apparently he he got it installed. The guy who installed it, he made him dress up in the in the broadband company's uniform, set it up, and uh, the rest is history, man. Uh, amen. I hope that man with his PlayStation 5 is enjoying... Uh, well, the next generation Spider-Man Miles Morales experience because honestly, that guy has balls of steel. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, man. That's that's um, that's pretty cool. That's something he really pulled out all the stops there. Yeah, he's, oh, he's taken one for the team. Thank you. You've taught us tech geeks who might be blessed with girlfriends exactly how to purchase the PS5 and install it very very effectively. The other thing that we wanted to talk about is something that is very close to Aman's heart. I have seen a lot of people do it. I have used a few of them, but very sparingly. I've never owned one of my own. Uh, Aman comes close to because his job requires him to. If you had to build something which would knock off the PlayStation and the and the Xbox far into the distance, and you could be perhaps the best you know, first-person shooter, gamer, and the best streamer yeah. out there, uh, with a decent decent budget, how much would you spend and what would you do? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I, that's what I did. I, I, I pulled myself, you know, I pulled myself back a little bit and I said, you know, something that's not going to completely blow your wallet and you can still get pretty great graphic quality and, you know, really good performance. Um, you, you you have an option between Intel and AMD, obviously. You could go the AMD Threadripper route and get in maybe even a 16 core because you don't really need that 32 core. I mean, that is going all out. Or on the other side, you can also go the Intel route, and Intel are just around the corner of releasing their 2021 um, processors. But if you were to doing it today, you could get an i9-10900K, which is a 10-core processor. It's their, you know, it's the way that they're challenging um, AMD, and, and it's pretty good performance. It's average. It's mid. It's a mid-range, mid-priced processor with pretty good uh, capabilities. Um, obviously, you're going to get a graphic card, probably get like 120, uh, not a, you, you're going to get a nice graphic card. And obviously, getting a 3090 is going to be the, 
the dream, but again, that's not available. There's a whole big debate about that, and it's similar, right? Like they're just not being able to uh, meet the demand. So, not wanting to break the bank, you could also go back and get a, a 2080, which I think is just as good. And I think Fair you enough. can. I know that the Nvidia Founders Edition is available right now, but you could also get an MSI. You could get a Gigabyte Asus whatever it is that you want. And I would and, think that's good enough. And you could get those really sexy cases that make you look like truly sci-fi, right. Star Wars kind of stuff. No, I think I think you're right with that. And then, of course, your power supply and your mouse and the monitor that you right. buy. Of course. So you could, you could really soup things up and really pimp and your And one right. thing, though, I would say that, I, you know, there's I, I would go in and get an NVMe solid-state drive. Those are really, you know, that's going to really help boot times and it's going to speed up, you know, your launches and things like that. And there's this whole computer gaming has come a long way, right? From the days of when you had to go and get a disc. Everything is disc free now. It's all online. You need to get, you pr- and, and this is where it gets a little confusing for people. You need to get all of these different launchers, launchers like uh, yeah. Steam yeah. and Uplay and, you know, whatever other ones are out there. So... You, you do your research and see, you know, make sure you get the right ones. But, and that's why I said it's, 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 it's a fun sort of, um, it, you get to learn a lot when you do this. And if you are crazy like me, you can buy all these parts individually and build it yourself, which is actually the really fun part about doing this yourself. You know, and that's kind of interesting because I think, was it Henry Cable? Who's the last Superman? Henry Cable. Yeah, I think there was this crazy video about how you might think he's this really fit, good-looking dude or whatever. And uh, all he did in the lockdown was put up this video, which wasn't a workout video like everyone else, but basically him building his own custom PC. And I think that's what the ladies really loved. And us geeks were like, all right, you've set the bar high, buddy, because now, uh, well, we we, we have to get rid of our Clark Kent avatars and perhaps be a little (laughs) more Superman. But... Right. But you're right, Aman. I think that is that that use case works for you. Let's be honest. You really have to geek it out and be a nerd to do that. But that use case yeah. works for you because you have a you have another use case, which is to use it for architecture and to use it to do projects yeah. and to do use stuff like AutoCAD and and render high files, so uh, high high res files. But honestly, I I don't know. I'm going to argue against it. I know that the kind of quality you can get. And the shadows and the reflections and the frame mm-hmm. rates going up to like... Ray tracing. All of that stuff is fantastic. But one, I don't, I don't know if all of us have the appetite and the time for it. And in that case, I just keep looking at the consoles and the ease of convenience. And you mentioned an SSD. Uh, well, these consoles have really changed the game there and caught mm-hmm. up. Both of them are giving you that option. I think the Xbox comes with that Seagate... Um, option at the back right. with one terabyte but it could, costs mm-hmm. yeah but it costs a lot of money it it's gives you expensive. it gives you a quick resume feature and stuff like that so you can get out of forza and get straight into fifa and pick up where you left off so it gives you that sort of a play uh, sorry it gives you that sort of a pc experience and then again when you're talking about hardware look when you're on your pc you could get the best hardware but I don't know how optimized the performance will be. Of course, it'll be great. What you can get as a guarantee from the Xbox or the PlayStation, 9 out of 10 times, if a game was approved by them and you purchased it, it is optimized to be, it's optimized to its best possible scenario. Now, you made a really interesting point because when I buy this kick-ass $2,000 
well gaming PC and compare it to a $500 PlayStation 5, for instance. Now, the PlayStation 5 is nothing by itself. It needs, well, a really top-end TV and maybe some accessories. If you're, doing, if you're streaming with it, then you need, well, the camera and the accessories. It comes with a great headset as well, and they claim that that headset is amazing. You need, of course, the controller that comes with it. If there's two of you all playing, uh, you need another one, which is expensive. With that gaming PC, well, that serves as your primary computer and a really overpowered, uh, well, juiced-up computer. But then if I buy a top Sony or an LG OLED or a Samsung QLED uh, with a 120 hertz refresh rate, because I want that variable refresh rate perhaps, and a QLED with 4K HDR and that sort of Dolby Atmos Vision capabilities... Mm -hmm then that TV is also perhaps the hottest commodity in my house. And if I want to watch TV or I want to just switch over to Netflix, it's great. So I really think it comes down to convenience and the fact that, yeah, you're right. You can build that computer as we speak in many different, uh, you know, in many different permutations and combinations. The PS5 and the Xbox just aren't available. So it really depends on what you can get your hands on. But it's an interesting thing you mentioned yeah. about how they've come a long way. And I feel like it's not just... Um, computers, personal computers and laptops, it's also mobile gaming, right? Like, what was the biggest rage in India? PUBG. What's one of the biggest things around the world? I know they're fighting with the big tech companies, but Fortnite, yeah. right? Fortnite. I think they've done some fantastic stuff as well. I was addicted to PUBG Mobile. There are people in India and in Pakistan and all over the region who use emulators to play on their computers and play against us people on our, on our, uh, on our phones. Uh, Asus launched a fantastic gaming phone. You know, you have great options in the US as well. So I think even they've come a long way and even Apple is investing, not in that sort of... Yeah. Uh, in, honestly, this phone might be a great phone like Aman and I keep talking about, but it's complete on it. <laughs> utter nonsense when it comes to gaming. It doesn't have half the things that the Android guys offer and gaming phones offer. It doesn't have that sort of cooling capabilities. It doesn't have that refresh rate for sure. It doesn't have the best grip. It sort of heats up. Well, it doesn't even have those gaming modes, software tweaks, which OnePlus does so well. Gaming mode, fanatic mode. It really frustrates me, Aman. And what are they putting yeah. money in? Apple Arcade. And then Google's got Google Stadia come, going, yeah. right? And Apple Arcade is not the sort of stuff you and I, maybe our, our nephews and nieces uh, in, as toddlers will be playing it, but I don't know how much you and I want to be playing that. So it's an interesting time to be alive, right? But I want to quickly come to you, and I'm going to hand it over to you very quickly. I want you to make your closing remarks and then tell me if you had to just pick one thing, what would it be out of these three and how? And a special, and why? A special mention also to the Nintendo Switch which I find interesting, but it's not that cheap. It costs around 35,000 rupees here. Yeah, it's great in terms of, oh, you have it like a Game Boy, and then all of a sudden you can hook it up to a TV, but it's you a know, modular thing. I was about to say that, like, while we we're on special mentions, I wanted to also put a special mention to the Nintendo Game Boy and Game Boy Color of the good old days. I remember having both of them, um, these little things that you can carry in your pocket. Do you remember when we had to connect really them to fun. each other? You had to get those and connecting yes, cords and cables. we had to sit, to each other, sit next to each other. Man, those so days. you could play multiplayer. And we've, and we've gone into computer labs in our schools, guys, uh, and, and literally played Dave and Wolf on floppies and stolen it and then <laughs> gotten it home and played it. 
and and the stupid and doom and the stupid stuff we've done i think yeah man gaming's come a long way now sometimes when i and leave 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 uh, something like forza on or fifa on mm-hmm. and my parents would just come out and then they'd be like oh my god you know are you watching a match and i'd be like yeah i mean this is pretty much Falcon 11 versus Manchester United like yeah I mean I'm playing some silly version of FIFA but you're right you're right things have come the the industry has evolved and the streaming industry is involved as has the pro gaming industry esports has become a big deal now yeah in fact I recently I recently read in Canada they're building a esports stadium mm-hmm. um being actually it's being built by a company I used to work for um it's i think it's what was it is it 70 million dollars is you know what they're going to be spending to actually build this arena it's mm-hmm. almost like going out there and building a stadium where you would go and watch soccer games or cricket games or baseball or whatever it is a sports stadium they're building an esports stadium and it's not the first there is multiple uh, of these new projects and developments coming up and uh, before i go on i just um, an what you know a nod to our childhood right when we uh, when 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 things weren't wireless and we would buy these devices to which you could connect multiple cabled um controllers multi-tab. to be able to play multiplayer and well, multi-tab. multi-tab was it yeah, yeah yeah on the PlayStation 2 and it was like the biggest deal because you if you didn't have that you couldn't connect more than two controllers to um a device uh to one of our consoles and we would want to play like FIFA 2 versus 2 or something so we have to go out and buy this but you know those those days were different and you know now with potentially a wireless world that we live in it's all changed but you know coming back to the conversation and it's it's tough right because I'll first say one thing which is if I was to buy if I could buy two of these things right because that makes it um and obviously my 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 day job makes gives me a need for a PC that can allow me to do other things so it's almost by default that I'm going to have that um and so I would then get a PlayStation 5 and and so I I read this interesting thing and then I continued doing some research and it it kind of makes sense and it's true because the games you'll get for the Xbox right Microsoft games are pretty much all available on the PC as well. So that way I can get the best of both worlds. I can use I can get a, you know, a controller or for my computer and then I can get all of those Xbox games on there and then I have the PlayStation connected to my TV which will give me all of Sony's exclusive games which is like the most perfect ideal situation and you can't get better than that. But for for someone new out there i mean i personally i would go the playstation 5 because there's nothing like having a nice big tv in your living room that you could always use to watch movies and netflix or whatever else streaming services that you have and then also have all of the games um and 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 that's just personally the way i would go and you're I, right you know that's it's just what it is you no, know you're right you're you're right aman but you know i was just thinking about it while you were talking about it and let's i want to have a nice conversation about TVs in the coming weeks because i find yeah. i find that to be the interface you said the controller cuz that's your interaction with the gaming system but the visual appeal of it all comes from the TV and if you yeah. invest in a good TV you're going to be spending well nearly a lakh a lakh to 2 lakhs in india if you want a good 120 fps at least a lakh plus right 
yes. if you, especially if you want a Samsung or a Sony and even an LG, which ranges around there, if you want a 4K QLED or an OLED, not the previous generation LEDs. Right. And and then you're going to spend, so let's say if you spend $1,500 on a decent TV and At then least. you spend $500 on the PlayStation 5 or the Xbox, so you've already spent $2,000. And now you have to think, it's so silly, it's a consumer consumer purchase decision because if you want a really swanky tv which you can netflix and chill with your loved ones and then you want to use a playstation on it when everyone's asleep or like the lovely guy in vietnam who uses it as a 5g router apparently (laughs) then great but if you want to be like aman and you want to spend two thousand dollars on a really really powerful pc also play xbox titles on it i think then that's also great but there was one thing we didn't discuss and this is going to be my final take on it which is also you got to decide and make an informed decision about where your friends are playing. If your friends are all playing Sony exclusive titles, then Aman and I will have to move over to Sony and there'll be some sort of functionality and optimization which we would really strive for. If we were all on Sony, if we were all on really high-end games which give you great multiplayer options, a lot of them go into 120 FPS. Then I'll tell Aman, Aman, get rid of your TV. The one in, this TV is 60 FPS. The one in my hall, well, that goes up to 120 FPS. If I get a, ve- or a good monitor with variable refresh rate, that's amazing yes. because then that changes the whole experience altogether. So I think that makes a difference as well. The cost to, cost yeah. to consumer is, is, is high. It's, it's, it's a, high. It's a rich boys game unless you save up for a lot of days. For sure. And, you know, there's also one more thing that I really wanted to put in before we go off. But if you while we're investing in, you know, TVs, you could also invest in uh, when going back to the PC conversation, you could get one of these nice ultra wide monitors, right? The curved ones that are 34 inches or they go up all the way to 49 inches. And that can cost you itself another thousand dollars. So it's just adding up. It's all about... um, you know, picking your battles, picking the choices, uh, and finding what works best for you. You're not going to go wrong either of the ways. We've sort of told you guys what we would do, um, and and now it's up to you guys. And I hope that we have been able to uh, not confuse you further, but help you make um, an informed decision in what that purchase is going to be. And if Sony, Microsoft, you guys are tuned in, well, obviously, in the LA offices or the Bombay offices, you guys can send your consoles over to us and we'll do a more in-depth review and get back to you either way. Otherwise, I'm putting it out there. Between Aman and I, in the next 12 months, we're going to be purchasing one of those consoles because it takes a lot of, well, uh, investment in terms of time, resources and stuff like that. And you got to also fool people at home that... It is a 5G router for all of you all tuned in. Thanks so much for tuning in. Like, comment, share, subscribe. As always, Aman is amanshet007. I'm the Ayusha Lavadi on Instagram. You can always write into us on email if you're the old-fashioned guy. Let's tech podcast at gmail.com is where we're at. And of course, we'll be back next week with a very interesting, geeky conversation. So get your glasses on and, well... Build a computer like Henry Cable or get a 5G router because we'll be coming for you very soon at the same place wherever you've been tuned into this. Lots of love coming out to you guys. Thanks so much. And Aman, you want to say the last bit? Goodbye for now. Yeah.